Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. One of the scourges, issues that we're looking at in this day and age is child protection. Looking after our children, making sure that they're secure. And uh, many children are out there needing this. Uh, they're having issues at home. They're having parental issues. To, uh, to unpack this now, looking at the importance and need for child protection services, with, in fact, many facing closure for lack of support. Lucy Jamison, senior researcher from the University of Cape Town. Lucy, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. And, uh, Lucy, as I, as I mentioned in my introduction to uh, this uh, section, we are in Child Protection Week. So uh, how dire is the situation for child protection services in the country at the moment? What are we looking at? Well, first of all, let's just start with the demand. And right. what we've seen is that, you know, with following on from the pandemic, we've now got in extreme pressures on families with inflation, um, high levels of unemployment, food insecurity, Mm -hmm. and all of those actually put children more at risk. So what we're seeing is increased levels of violence against children in our communities. At the same time, our child protection services, the ones that are run by non-governmental organizations, are getting cut to their funding or their funding is staying static mm-hmm. over long periods of time, which means that they cannot provide the services that they used to provide. So more vulnerability in terms of children and families, more people experience the stresses of life that cause violence. You can see from the crime stats that, you know, children, we're still seeing high levels of child homicide, child rape, and the very organizations that provide the kind of care and protection to children who've experienced mm-hmm. those severe forms of violence are being, you know, their support is being cut when we need them most. Lucy, um, perhaps this is a very broad-based question, but what kind of numbers are we looking at? So you say that we're seeing an increase in this. Uh, can you give some kind of indication as to what we are looking at? So... You know, what, what's very difficult is that we don't have accurate national statistics. Okay. Um, we, the last time that we had a national, what's called a prevalence study was in 2016, and that's the only one that's been done. If you look at the other indicators that we have, we see the crime stats earlier this year, we saw a big jump in um, violent crimes against children, it was up, I think, in some categories by up to 47% above last year. And these figures are, are very difficult to compare year on year mm-hmm. because we've had the pandemic, we've had restrictions in services. The one thing that's been a constant, though, is the um, services provided by organizations like Childline, so your helplines. And there we've seen... Um, year-on-year increases of up to about, um, you know, in, in some areas we've been looking, as I say, University of Cape Town, looking at the Western Cape statistics, mm-hmm. and there we're seeing, you know, jumps, and we're now at over a 1,000 calls a month coming in from children who are in need of assistance. 
Lucy, okay, so you spoke of NGOs, which are having issues now with financial issues. Uh, what, what are the, where else have you extended appeals to, uh, help for, to at least, you know, to make up for that? Sorry? You mentioned earlier on that NGOs are having yeah. problems supporting. There's, there's financial issues on their side. There's less yeah. uh, money, there's less money that they can afford to dish out in this respect. So have you extended your reach elsewhere? to at least make up for that? So uh, the, part of the problem is that government does provide these services, so the mm-hmm. Department of Social Development. Right. And the obligation in our law is that it's a con- children have a constitutional right to child protection services. So all of the services in terms of care and protection for children are delivered on behalf of government. And government subsidizes the NGOs to provide those services on mm-hmm. its behalf. But government pays here in the Western Cape only 42% of the subsidy um, vis-a-vis what it would pay its own uh, social workers and what it would cost in terms of providing that program. So when the organisations, the, the NGOs, who provide these services close. Government does commit to take on and provide some of those services. But as we saw with CASPA here, they closed mm-hmm. an office. There were 17 social service professionals working there. But because of the difference in their subsidy paid and the cost to government, they could only provide eight people to staff that area. So wow. as a result, you know, children and families have to travel further to access services and they have to wait longer. And the quality of the service they get is obviously compromised because, sure. it, you know, those social workers, social service professionals end up with higher caseloads. So uh, I take it also that uh, you're relying on a lot of good Samaritans to at least come forward. And I suppose you're giving, you know, working hours. A lot of people can only volunteer as of the, say, like later in the day and just give a few hours uh, and at least dedicate some time. I guess that's what that that's what that's what it hinges on right now. So, I mean, the, the, the thing is that in most communities, you will have groups and, and volunteers play an incredibly valuable role. Sure. But children who've experienced abuse, mm-hmm. who've experienced sexual abuse, you know, who've been injured, and there are a lot of these children, need specialist support. Indeed. So whilst volunteers are a critical part of the safety net, you know, even the, the neighbor who reports that abuse has gone on is playing a really important and valuable role in that child protection network. The oh. reality is, that children who've experienced trauma need specialist support. They need counselling, and that takes time and it takes expertise. So, um, yes, there are good Samaritans, there Mm -hmm. are volunteers, there are lots, you know, there are community programmes, but we also need the specialists to be able to do the complex work of treating children and of doing the, the work within communities to change behaviours that Lucy. prevent violence.
Lucy, we just hope that message gets out there. Uh, certainly, I'll put it out to our, our listeners. And, uh, yes, let's see how we can alleviate this issue. At least, you know, lend some support to this cause of child protection. Lucy Jamison, thank you so much for joining us uh, this afternoon. Lucy Jamison is a senior researcher at the University of Cape Town.